Now this morning we uh, will be looking uh, at Galatians chapter 5, um, um, referring to Romans chapter 8 and then uh, a few other scriptures along the way. And uh, my, uh, the, the, the thought in my mind and, uh, and something that uh, um, the Lord is, uh, is endeavouring to work more in me is, uh, is to live in the Spirit and then be, be led and walk in the Spirit. And uh, that's, uh, that's his desire for us. And uh, that, is the, uh, that is the power um, so that uh, to enable us to, uh, to not live in this life of flesh any longer, which uh, uh, some of us that, uh, um, um, you know, became Christians... L- after a period of time uh, um, of uh, totally living for ourselves, um, we have uh, we have bits of baggage of uh, of memories and all kinds of different things, um, and uh, uh, we we have an enemy who uh, seeks to uh, to um, uh, shine light into those things and. And we have to uh, truly believe um, that we are free, you know, that we are dead to sin, and uh, and not uh, not take thought uh, to the things of the flesh, but uh, but truly to uh, understand and and believe and walk in the spirit. Um, let's. Go to uh, verse 16 of uh, chapter 5 of Galatians. And, uh, but just as we do that, um, verse 11 of Romans 8 says, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, okay, resides in you, there's an there's a element of cohabitation, uh, in that uh, in that word, so uh, so in this body we have uh, we have the the old carnal man, but uh, we also have uh, a new spiritual life, and uh, and so if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life. Some Bibles say will also quicken to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you and uh, and that uh, that word quicken to give life means to vitalize and uh, and make alive and uh, it's a different kind of uh, alive to uh, walking in the flesh you know to uh, to carnal life uh, because it's spiritual now back uh, back to uh, chapter 5 of Galatians and verse 16. Uh, he says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, 
And uh, some versions of the Bible says walk in the Spirit. So, uh, so by or in, um, I think there's, uh, it's a, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, um, uh, English major or anything like that, but, uh, but if truly I am in something, I will be operating by it. And uh, so walk by the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And uh, that word gratify, some uh, versions of the Bible say you will not fulfill, and, uh, and that word just means that the, they will not have accomplishment. They... they uh, um, the flesh will be put aside for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed or contrary you know they lie in opposite camps opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law So walking and, uh, and being led. Uh, that, uh, that word walk in the spirit of, uh, of Galatians 5.16 is just a general walking about. Day, day in, day out, you know, I've got the ability to walk and I just walk around. And... Uh, and uh, whenever, whenever we're walking, whatever we're doing, um, the Lord would want us to be walking in the Spirit. And then in uh, verse 18, where it says, if you are led by the Spirit, uh, that word led, um, some versions say led in the Spirit, some versions say led by the Spirit, and some versions say led of the spirit, um, but uh, it is a is a, a inclusive um, kind of you know having the spirit lead us, and that is uh, to lead or to rule or to govern our actions, our attitudes. You are not under the law. When, uh, when we come to uh, verse 25 um, of Galatians 5, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Other versions say if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And, uh, and that word... Uh, that word there, live, is just a general word of you have life, it's, it's to be alive. Um, but the word walk, or uh, as it says in here, uh, to keep in step with, um, is a different word to, uh, to the word walk of, of verse 16. And it's a bit more specific. 
in that uh, it's based on a, a military term whereby uh, it means keeping in step and uh, to walk orderly, to walk, uh, to walk with one another. Um, you know, to uh, not just be out on your own wandering around. You know, it's, it's, uh, it involves, uh, um, you know, walking as a body of believers uh, in this particular way. You know, not just uh, in the, li- the carnal life, but, uh, but in spiritual life. And so uh, we recognise what... Uh, what the works of the flesh are, and uh, and the scripture there says that they are very evident. You know, they're they're manifest uh, in our life, and uh, and um, we don't need to necessarily spend uh, too much time on that. You know, there all those uh, all those different words there uh, cover the. A uh, wide gamut of uh, of um, uh, attitudes that we have and uh, and behaviours that uh, that we have, just as we're living in the flesh, uh, living in our own carnal nature, um, starting you know with sexual immorality and sensuality and impurities and things and. Um, um, that uh, when it says idolatry there, it uh, uh, the actual Greek word uh, is idolatria, and it means means image worship. So uh, I thought that uh, that was just an interesting thing uh, in relation to uh, you know the the full gamut of what idolatry is. It's instead of worshipping uh, the Creator and our God, and uh, it is, uh, you know, worshipping other things, you know, created things, and uh, or ourselves, you know. And then it runs down through, uh, through uh, you know, sorceries and, you know, being in opposition and debating and being in strife and contention and jealousies and um, factions and dissensions and divisions and uh, disunion. You know, we're called to be of one mind and one heart uh, in the Lord. And... Um, you know, let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Um, we don't find out about how to walk in the spirit so that we can choose to judge somebody alongside us who's not doing it. And uh, and we need to be uh, careful, you know, that uh, that in our uh, supporting one another and encouraging one another, um, we uh, we seek to help one another to do uh, what we find difficult to do ourselves. And uh, verse 21, after all that list of things which, is, which are the, uh, the works of the flesh, 
Um, It says, they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, uh, uh, you know, we were once uh, led by the law of sin and death. And, uh, you know, because it was, uh, you know, the the carnal life, the, uh, the inheritance of Adam. Um, but now, uh, even though uh, that is still, uh, you know, we're still living in this tainted shell, uh, we're, you know, living a spiritual life on the inside. So, uh, so you know, constantly endeavouring to let those things go and not, to not consider them, not walk in them, um, and allow a God by a spirit to minister to us and and uh, lead and guide us, you know, to uh, to walk as He has purposed in the Scriptures. You know, He He uh, He gives us guidance along the way, and uh, and He is uh, within us, speaking with us, and and guiding with us uh, each and every step. But the fruit of the Spirit. Now I was uh, I was a person that uh, kind of had uh, had a concept that uh, you know the fruit of the spirit was something it was more like a you know a work that I had to do to get in step with the spirit, um, but I've come to realise that uh, that the fruit of the spirit is is uh, a sp- a work that the the Holy Spirit does within me to get in step with Him. And uh, it's not something that I have to uh, perform and, and, and a whole lot of my actions in that I've got to believe and I have to, uh, you know, freely walk as he guides me. And, uh, and he, will, he won't guide me in fleshly things, he will guide me in spiritual things. And so uh, love there... Um, we know that that's, uh, you know, the love that comes from him, uh, the love which gives to another, um, you know, what God deems best, and, uh, and it's, it's something that I need that God gives, not necessarily something that I want. Um, although uh, um, if I get in step with him, I will want the very things that he wants to give. And then, uh, you know, his love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And then uh, we are then able to live out that love um, ourselves and express it into uh, the life of others. Um, joy and peace, you know, one is, uh, one is great activity you know, because it's exceeding joyfulness and gladness, and uh, and there's you know this expression of that, isn't it? When uh, when we know, you know, the, it, that that uh, that work of the Spirit within that brings that, um, and then on the other hand, uh, you know, there is peace, and it's quietness and rest, and uh, and as we. Uh, uh, we read earlier, uh, um, uh, just as we began prayer, you know that uh, that you know not to uh, not to be worried and anxious about things, but by 
prayer and supplication, make our needs known to God, and uh, and the peace of God which passes all understanding. Uh, in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of trials and tribulations, uh, there is a peace that uh, can come when we know, hey, God, you know everything about this, and uh, and you know, uh, you know, you you led me to this place, and uh, and you know, your grace is sufficient for this day, and uh, and there's a quietness and rest that comes about, and uh, and it's not explainable um, um, that it's a work that I can do myself. You know, I can try and sit still. And uh, I can I can try and you know uh, focus on things uh, that are good and you know as as the scripture says there in Philippians, um, but I can't make myself peaceful necessarily uh, without Him uh, working in me. And uh, and we've had some uh, some difficulties, some sicknesses, and so on. Uh, some difficulties in work situations, and uh, and it's only the Lord that is able truly to bring that quietness and rest, that peace, and uh, and it does does surpass understanding because uh, because you know uh, it's only in Him that uh, that it's able to be accomplished. So patience. Um, long suffering forbearance some uh, versions say you know having an enduring temper you know and uh, that's not uh, a temper which is you know a wrath <laughs> you know like uh, like the work of the spirit is uh, the work of the flesh is you know fierce indignation about something and uh, no, it's a it's a uh, it's a patiently enduring um, uh, forbearance of of difficulties and so on, and uh, um, you know waiting for things to be accomplished. And uh, God says that uh, that He has begun a good work in us, and He will carry it on to completion. And, uh, you know, we live a year and we live 10 years and we live 20 and 30 years. And, uh, and sometimes, uh, you know, if we just uh, look at what, what is still to happen, you know, in that outworking of, uh, you know, um, um, his, his life and, uh, and leaving behind our carnal life, uh, we can get frustrated but uh, he wants us to be uh, patient and enduring uh, in those situations, you know, waiting for things to, uh, to unfold and, and waiting for things to, to um, take place and so on. Um, and it's, uh, it's a, a fruit of the abiding Holy Spirit actually having us out working in our lives. As we uh, as we live and as we walk in the spirit, uh, kindness and gentleness, uh, you know, even in the face, you know, a quiet answer turns away anger. 
you know, when uh, when someone is is angry and uh, threatening and so on, you know, uh, not to replace kind for kind, and so on, you know, which is uh, which is how uh, we, our natural selves, our carnal selves, uh, behave. You know, we uh, we tend to uh, to uh, think as the uh, as the Old Testament, you know, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but uh, but that's not the work of Christ, is it? In in us, and and so uh, the fruit of uh, of the Spirit's working within us is uh, is that we would be kind and we would be gentle, um, goodness, virtue. Um, God is good. And uh, and you know God has come to dwell within us, and so so He can uh, work that work, and uh, and those expressions in our behaviours and in our attitudes of goodness can come forth. Um, faith, faithfulness, um, you know, just the the assurance, as Hebrews says, of things hoped for. And uh, and believing, um, you know, if if you compare things, sometimes it's very difficult to believe. You know, if you if you look at at the actualities of what appears to be happening, it's sometimes difficult to believe. You know, but uh, but believing has to go deeper than that. And uh, and the only thing we truly have to trust. Is is what God's spoken, and uh, and believe uh, His word. You know that He doesn't lie. He's not a man that He should lie. Uh, he said, and uh, and so to uh, to have that faith, uh, that enduring faith. You know, it uh, it mentions um, in there. You know the. Uh, um, yeah, for in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. And, uh, and those things are, uh, are the fruit of, of the Spirit's life within us. And, uh, and it's not just... Uh, it's, not, uh, it's, it's an evidence thing. It's, it shows itself. Our gentleness... Um, some versions say, or meekness, um, humility. Um, it's difficult in ourselves, isn't it, to be humble and to be meek. And uh, you know, there's a there's a strength in humility, uh, not a not a weakness. You know, there is uh, there is a, a goodness, a purity, a virtue uh, in it uh, when it is. Uh, a fruit of the Spirit's working. Yeah, um, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12, talking about putting on the new self. Uh, verse 5 of chapter 3 of Colossians, it says, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in, your, in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must 
put with them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. So it, it, it's a work that God's promised uh, over and over again as, uh, as the different writers wrote to different groups of people. They reinforced uh, uh, many of the same things and, uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a work of God and, uh, and, it's a, and it's a work that God does in us as we believe and as we, uh, as we choose to uh, let him lead us and and take uh, um, take his uh, instruction and follow it. And uh, and lastly, there in in the uh, fruit of the spirit, self control. Uh, it's 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 not a it's not a big thing uh, in our world in in our cultures um, to have self control. And uh, you know, some uh, of course, if you're uh, an elite athlete or something, then uh, then self-control is certainly uh, an element of what you need to learn. Um, but then, uh, but then, as soon as uh, you pull your guard down, um, you know, there's all kinds of expressions of of no control at all. You know, so uh, so it's not a lasting thing in this world, even though some people may have it. Uh, but when it is uh, a work of the spirit, it is something that uh, that will last. They that are Christ's, verse twenty-four. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, and. Uh, If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Uh, just a few other verses as we, uh, we're, we're not going to be uh, going till midday today. Um, we will uh, probably be finished here in, uh, in five or ten minutes. Uh, a few verses from uh, Romans chapter 6. And of course, you know, to get the full context, we'd uh, we'd have to read about three chapters, but uh, but they're there for us to read. Uh, verse eleven, it says, "So you must, so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions." 
Do not present your members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law but under grace. Um, over in, uh, in Romans 13... Um, it says, uh, uh, verse 8, Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other command commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbour, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. How much it is for us too. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarrelling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And we're able to, um, in Christ, The Holy Spirit um, is able, uh, powerful, uh, illuminating, and uh, and able to lead and guide us in that way. Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, he says there in verse 9, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed and you were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Um, notice how uh, you know in uh, you know if 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 the power which was in Christ, um, if the spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also quicken us. Um, give give our bodies to your mortal bodies through a spirit who dwells in you. Okay, so. So uh, now, you know, and God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. 
Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin is a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You, have, you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And uh, um, just in the end of Revelation, there's um, there's uh, some guiding words. Uh, uh, chapter twenty-one, and uh, uh, beginning at the beginning, verse one. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God and he will be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur which is the second death. And uh, over in chapter 22, verse 6 says, And he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. You can read all about it. But these words that uh, we have spoken as we've read from the scriptures. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed, me, showed them to me. But he said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers the prophets and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. 
Let the evildoers still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside of the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say come, and let the one who hears say come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. So there is, uh, there is an end. Um, there is a purpose. And, uh, and he has provided uh, the power and the leading and the guiding uh, for us to be prepared and uh, fully take our places as the bride of Christ. In, uh, in that day to come as well as in this day.